Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Healing with Nama. I am Casey, aka Nama, and Happy New Year. I hope you all had a happy holiday season and are enjoying these first couple of weeks in 2022. Uh, I took a little break, so that's why the show was on hiatus. I was on vacation and um, just giving myself a little bit of a mental break. So I'm happy to be back doing the show again and getting back on track with releasing weekly episodes. I have some new topics planned and I'm just really excited for 2022 and everything that I feel um, that's coming this year. This is a good year. Um, if you're talking about like numbers, 222 is a really good number um, for trusting and just, you know, believing that good things are going to happen to you. So if you're into numbers, looking up 222, you know that um, hopefully for everybody, this will be a good, you know, a, a really good year. But for me, I feel like it's going to be really good. So anyway, today I wanted to talk about releasing the old you. And so um, I'm just going to share a little bit about my um, experience with shedding some old layers of myself. Of course, we'll always be growing and shedding layers. Um, but at certain points in your life, it will be something specific. And, you know, the next time it will be something else. So for me, um, I know that shedding old layers of myself is important. And that's with anybody shedding old layers of yourself is just really important because you're not going to be the same person that you were 10 years ago or when you were a teen to in your 30s or 40s. Um, and I think you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to grow and be different. You don't want to still have a teenage mindset when you're in your mid 30s, you know, so shedding old layers of yourself is important. Um, for me personally, all of my life, I've done what I thought I was supposed to do in quotation marks. Um, you know, I did, I, it was funny because it's kind of a, it was like a, what do you call it? Paradox or I don't know if that's the right word, but a contradiction where I didn't really give into peer pressure, but I also didn't make a lot of my own choices based on what I wanted. So I, from a young age, was just very quiet. I wasn't very inquisitive in the way of, you know, how kids get into stuff and want to open this cabinet and, you know, touch all these things. I didn't really have that um, as a kid, so my parents say. And so I liked to follow the rules. I didn't want to get in trouble. I liked to stay under the radar and just kind of lay low. So as I got older... I was labeled, you know, the good kid, the good kid, and the, the good example, the quiet kid, the goody two-shoes, and after a while, you just kind of roll with that, because it's your role, and also, it was what I, you know, I didn't like to get in trouble, so it kind of was true, and then it kind of became a thing of almost a stigma about me, that, you know, I was the shy kid, the quiet kid, the one that didn't X, Y, and Z, or whatever, so you kind of feed into that as a kid and it kind of becomes your identity whether or not it's true you just kind of fall into it and so even in school I didn't like to rock the boat I didn't want people to be mad at me I didn't want people to not like me or make fun of me so 
a lot of times I wouldn't stand up for myself. I wouldn't stand up for other people. Uh, I would try to make everybody like me, you know, by giving them stuff and being overly nice so that they wouldn't talk bad about me or make fun of me. And of course, you know, as a kid, that doesn't work because kids are just mean and cruel sometimes. So um, I allowed myself to be taken advantage of a lot, I think, um, and just because I wanted people to like me. So that rolled into me being, you know, in my early adulthood, making choices based on what others wanted or what I thought they wanted or how they thought I should be doing things. So um, I can remember my high school graduation, you know, I personally did not like high school. I did not have a good high school experience. It was not fun for me. It's not something that I look back on with a lot of fond memories because it was really tough. I was bullied and it just wasn't a fun time for me. So graduating high school was like the best thing ever because I did not want to be in school anymore. I hated it. I had a hard time with my classes, especially math. I'm awful. I was awful at math and that gives me, it still gives me a lot of anxiety to do math just because it's not my forte. It's just not good. I'm not... I don't like it and so I, I started to just not like school in general I didn't like feeling confined to this place I had to stay there for all these hours and I just wanted to get out I didn't want to be there and that led me to not wanting to go to college right away I told my mom and my dad maybe I'll take you know a gap year or something to work and figure out what I want to do because I, I really don't want to go back to school so my mom being my mom um kind of decided what she thought was best for me and enrolled me in the local community college without telling me and me kind of being that people pleaser and not wanting to rock the boat I just kind of went with it um I I don't remember if I gave her any pushback or whatever but in any case I went to school I went to college I chose the easiest major that I could think of just to get over get it over with because I didn't want to be there anyway so I majored in child development because I was always good with kids so I'm like well child development that's easy be a preschool teacher get it done whatever so I did probably three years in community college got my degree did not participate in any social events any campus whatever no I just went to school and I went home and I went to work that was it I didn't want to be a part of socializing and all that stuff because I had such a hard time in high school that my self-confidence was you know very very low so I didn't want to be a part of any social settings or anything where I had to put myself out there it was very uncomfortable and I just didn't want to do it so I got my degree in child development and then I did not like that I did not like being a teacher so I went back to school which was my own choice and figured out that I found a major that made me happy which was human development so studying people and learning about people and what they do and why they think and all those types of things that made me happy so that was probably the beginning of me making choices for myself and being happy and even though it was going back to school after 
because after my associate's degree, I took two years off to work and realized I did not like what I was doing and I wanted to do something else. So I made the choice to go back to school and that felt empowering. That was like one of the first times I think I had made a choice for myself to do something that I wanted to do because I wanted to do it. It wasn't anybody else's choice. So, you know, that's a, that was a one way for me to learn like, okay, this is, you can do it. You can make your own choices. And I ended up really liking um, my undergrad program, you know. It was enjoyable for me. I had a lot of fun. I loved what I was learning. The, um, what do you call it? The major that I picked, human development, was really good for me um, because I like people. Even though I, at the time, didn't believe that I was very social, I liked learning about people and I liked to study people and, and understand why people make the choices that they do and how their um, social environment affects them and all that stuff so it just was a perfect thing for me and I felt empowered making that choice for myself and during the time where I was doing my undergrad I also had my spiritual awakening which led me to realizing that I was a people pleaser and that I allowed people to think for me a lot and I didn't have boundaries so this is the time where I started implementing a lot of boundaries. And at first it was too much. And if you've listened to my um, podcast episode about my first dark night of the soul, you'll hear me talk a little bit about like how in the beginning when I was setting boundaries, it was too, too much. Like everything was a boundary. And, you know, I had to be overly protective of myself and my energy and my space because I was still figuring out what my boundaries were and I also wanted people to understand that now I have boundaries so before this was okay now it's not okay and it was tough because you get pushed back and people make you feel like you're doing something wrong because they um, don't like your boundaries now and they benefited from you not having boundaries so now that you do it's like hey what are you why are you doing that and kind of have to learn how to be okay with having boundaries and not questioning yourself, which is something that I'm still working on now. Um, And just not questioning myself or whether or not my boundaries are appropriate and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, that was a part of me shedding an old layer. So not having boundaries, allowing people to think for me, um, overextending myself, so that people will like me um, and, you know, not sticking up for myself if people were saying things about me or people that I love. Now it was releasing that person and being like, no, this is no longer okay. And now I'm going to build my confidence up to see if I can, you know, challenge people when they come, you know, come at me like that. That took a really long time. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm not allowing people to talk to me in a certain way or I'm giving energy back and it kind of feels good. It's a little, it's still a little new, but you know, just kind of speaking my mind and saying, that's not okay with me or I have a problem with that, whatever, um, is better than the person, not better than, but I guess, yeah, it's better than the person that I used to be. I like that version of me better that doesn't allow people to walk all over her. 
So that's just one of the layers of myself that I have shed. So now I'm in a position where I need to find what makes me happy. So making decisions based on what makes me happy instead of what I think my family wants for me and what I think um, would make the people around me happy or doing something because I said that I would. Sometimes you say you're going to do something. Sometimes you start something and then you end up not liking it anymore or it's just not serving you anymore and you no longer want to do it and that's okay. Sometimes it's okay to just change your mind and I'm learning that too. Like just because I started something or I said that I was going to do this thing, once I started doing it, I realized that I didn't like it anymore and that I don't see the purpose. I don't see the point in doing it anymore and now I, I don't want to do it anymore. So to me before that was quitting and I didn't want to be a quitter. I wanted to follow through. I didn't want people to say this, that, or the other thing about me um, because I made, you know, people knew that I was, I chose to do this and now I'm choosing not to. But at the end of the day, if I'm not happy and if my mental health is suffering because of this choice, then it's okay for me to make a decision to shift. And it's not quitting, it's just shifting. I'm pivoting to something else. I thought I was going this route, but now I'm going to go this route instead because this one is not making me happy. And that was something that I experienced because I was in a master's program for marriage and family therapy, which was something that I had on, I guess, my to-do list for years and something that I wanted to do for a long time and people knew and I would tell people when they asked me what I wanted to do and they're like, oh, you have your life together and all that stuff. So you kind of, I kind of built up that identity around being a marriage and family therapist because people know that I want to go to graduate school and they're expecting this of me so now I have to follow through because people know I'm in graduate school going to get my master's degree and I have to I have to make them happy I have to fulfill that because I told them that I would and I ended up staying in that master's program for about a year even though the very first term I was like this isn't I don't like the way that this um, program is taught. I don't like the class material. I don't feel good about it. Like I wanted to quit the first term. I had a big meltdown. I cried to my mom like I want to quit. And then I had a change of heart and I was like, no, I'm just going to see it through. It'll be fine. It's only, you know, three years. I could do it. And that was a repeating cycle for the whole year that I was in that program where it was just like, I don't like this. I don't like doing this, but I feel like I need to finish it because I started it and now I need to finish it. And then it just came to me in November of 2021. I was just like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like I literally, it, it's, it's anxiety provoking at this point. It's messing with my mental health. It's really... A struggle for me to even get my work done I'm falling behind and I need to stop pushing myself to do this I want to be done I don't want to be in school anymore I don't want the responsibility of homework and assignments the way that the, the program is structured is not um, beneficial to the way that I learn because there was no 
real interaction with your professors or your your um, your peers and other students it was just discussion boards and turning in you know large papers so if we do that then there's no real social interaction I don't get to know my teachers I don't get to know the people who are in class with me they don't get to really know me they know my opinions they don't necessarily even know what I look like you know so I I just didn't want to be in that program and it just wasn't something that was beneficial to the way that I like to learn and I had to just be okay with letting it go and not doing it just because I said I would finish it I don't want to anymore I changed my mind it's not working for me and I, I want to do something different and I did so that was another just time for me to just release that people-pleasing part of me that wanted to just do everything that everybody else wanted me to do or even that I thought they wanted me to do because I said I was gonna do this thing and now I'm not but what are people gonna think about that and it's like I don't care I don't care you know I don't want to do it anymore I'm not happy the end um, so yeah that's another just thing that I had to let go of and this is you know a very um, I guess abbreviated version of all the, the layers of myself that I've had to let go of and these are just some of the major ones that I thought about and I wrote down um, because I've had to shed a lot of layers of myself but mainly they've been around being a people pleaser and doing things that I thought other people wanted me to do and not wanting to make waves because I spent pretty much the majority of my life trying not to be a burden or a problem or sometimes even to be seen and I felt like um, hiding and I'm in the season now where I don't want to hide anymore well it's been a while you know when I started doing my YouTube and stuff that was a big deal for me because people could see me and I don't I don't I didn't like that you know I didn't want people to see me because they could judge me they could criticize me they could pick me apart I could pick me apart but at a certain point it was just like I don't want to be that version of myself anymore that hides and that's ashamed of herself or doesn't have confidence enough to let people see who she is I want people to see who I am because now I know and believe that I am a good person and, and I actually like and love myself enough to let people see me and take the chance on you know possibly being judged because you take that chance when you um, are using social media as a platform but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because I'm, I'm okay with who I am. I like myself. I have people around me who love me and support me and tell me and remind me that I'm a good person and, and how much you know I matter. So I don't need to be worried about the possibility of somebody saying something that hurts my feelings. Yes, it could happen, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because I know who I am. So yeah, um, right now I'm learning to listen to my internal voice and I'm not always sure of what I want and I'm not always sure of what my internal voice sounds like. So, you know, your mind could play tricks on you. So I, I, I'm learning the difference between my true higher self 
my internal voice and what I really want versus my fear, my fearful voice, the anxiety that tries to tell me, you know, not to do this because what if this happens or what if that happens or, or you can't do that. You're not, you're not able to do that or all those negative things deciphering between the two because sometimes something can be negative but it's also um true so it could sound negative but it's the truth like you know these things could actually happen but that doesn't mean that I have to fall into that cycle of worrying about it and not doing something just because bad things could happen because that's with anything you go outside you know bad things could happen but they don't you know, you hope that they don't, and for the most part, you're protected, and, and you come back home safely, but you're taking a chance just, you know, by living every day, but you can't stop living just because bad things might happen, because that's just not a good way to live. Um, so, yeah, another thing that I um, recently have done, I have talked about cutting my hair so I have locks and I've been missing my loose natural hair so before I had my hair locked I had natural hair so if you don't know what that means um, for black women some black women will get relaxers so that their hair lays straight and pressed and silky I had that for a while and then I decided to stop doing that and let my hair grow out the way that it naturally grows out so I cut my hair really short grew it out naturally and I wore it like that for like four years then I decided to lock my hair up um, and I really liked it but then right now I'm at the point where I'm kind of deciding to change so that was another thing that I was like well I spent all this time growing my hair out and you know these people really like my hair but I'm not really happy with it so I felt like I had to justify why I wanted to cut it no, I don't need to do that. I just don't want to wear it like this anymore. I want my my loose natural hair back. So I kind of started cutting a, a little bit of the back of it because some of it was longer in the back. So I'm like, let me just cut it. And then I got a little scissor happy. And I was going through my whatever, you know, like people say, um, if a woman cuts her hair, she's going through something or something like that. So I had my moment and I just cut it. And it's just, you know, I didn't cut it all the way off, but it's shorter than it was. But the point I'm getting at is I was looking at one of the pieces of my hair, you know, the bottom of a lock that I cut off and just looking at it and really like looking at what it is. And even though you know what a lock is, like physically for me, looking at it and seeing my old hair, because my hair is, and the ends is colored red. And so looking at the lock itself that I had cut, there was my natural colored hair in the middle and then around it was, you know, the red hair. So for me, it just kind of looked like um, a metaphor of um, myself, you know, like I'm still in the middle of all the chaos around me so all the dead hair that was around that real piece of my hair that um was underneath all that color i feel like i'm rambling 
So looking at that piece of my hair that I had cut off, I noticed that, you know, my natural hair color was perfectly intact, you know, in the middle of all that dead hair that had fallen off and that had gotten colored by the, the hair dye. Um, the hair dye never touched the hair in the middle. And so when I looked at it, I felt like this isn't my hair, you know, like this is this is not mine. This is um, something that's covered in layers. And it kind of just reminded me of a metaphor for myself. Like all the layers um, that we put on ourselves as we get older, you know, <clears throat> all the labels, all the layers of our experiences and what people say we are and um, what we think we are and all those different things that layer on top of who we really are they don't matter you know we're still we're still our true selves underneath all of that stuff so to me just looking at that hair it just kind of reminded me of the fears other people's opinions the trauma everything that has layered on to me the person that I was when I was born and and who I truly am and the real me <clears throat> my soul is untouched so it just kind of reminded me of that like the person that I am can never be taken away from me it can never be covered to the point of it goes away it's always going to be there um, and so now I want to shed the layers you know shed the layers of you know quote unquote the dead hair like that hair that I was looking at I want to shed those layers I want to take it apart I want to see what's underneath it and understand the person that I am without all of that um, physically spiritually emotionally and mentally you know those layers some of those layers are helpful and some of them are no longer serving me and so I want to take it all apart and figure out what's underneath and figure out which which layers I want to keep which are helpful and which are not and let them go and you can do that too you know I know the metaphor might be a little confusing but I hope that it makes sense you know underneath all of that all of those dead layers you know all those things that people told you told you that you were or you learned that you were through your experiences and fears and doubts and all that stuff you don't have to hold on to that you can let those things go and you can be a different version of yourself and you're always going to be growing it's not going to be an easy process you're not going to just wake up one day and be like oh i'm not a people pleaser anymore I am not going to do it anymore. And yeah, I'm just confident it's not going to work like that. It's going to take time to peel back all that stuff and understand where it came from and notice the triggers because some of the stuff is so deeply embedded in you that you're not even going to notice that you're doing it or you're not going to recognize that one behavior as a people pleasing behavior, you know, so it's, it's multi-layered and it's, <clears throat> it's going to take a long time to undo a lot of things, especially if it's something you've been doing your whole life. It took you your whole life to build up that habit. So it's going to take you, you know, some time to undo it. So give yourself grace while you're doing it. Um, 
But for me, it's just time for me to reinvent myself or maybe it's just rediscovering myself and uncovering the real me. You know, I'm not exactly sure how the process is going to go. Um, I just know that it has to happen. And now is the time for it to happen because I don't want to be trapped under these layers anymore. I want to be free. You know, I, I feel like that's why I want to cut my hair, you know, because there's realizing that it's just dead hair. You know, it's like I want to be free of that energy. I want my hair to be free and I want myself to be free also, you know. I don't want to hold on to the layers of other people's opinions and stuff. I will always be growing. I'll always be, you know, partially, a part of me probably will always have those old layers, those habits, but I will be aware. For me, that's bigger, the bigger thing versus just trying to get, of course, I want to work through it and not do those things anymore, but the bigger thing for me is to understand one why I do it and then to realize when I'm doing it so maybe it's a trigger that puts me back into that space or you know something like that I just want to understand why and when I'm doing it so that I can catch myself and be aware and say oh you're you're trying to people please again or you're trying to fix things again you're hiding yourself again you're um, being self-conscious and then to stop myself and make a different choice. That's the main thing that um, I am working on right now. And what I want to do moving forward in this 2022 new year is to be comfortable, even more comfortable in my skin and making decisions that are best for me and only me. Because I tend to think about other people's feelings a lot and what they need and what they want and want to make sure everybody's happy and I'm not always focusing on making myself happy and not everybody around me is like me where they're you know concerned with me being happy over themselves a lot of people around me are you know focusing on them as they should you know so it's like I'm pouring all myself into other people nobody's really pouring back into me but part of it is because I'm choosing to do that. I don't have to pour myself into other people anymore. I can keep some of that for myself. And I can also have boundaries that I set that are for another person. Like, I'm no longer going to try and fix this person. Because number one, they didn't ask me to help. And number two, it's nothing that I can do to help somebody fix something that they don't want to fix or that they're not actively trying to fix. You have to just let people have their own journeys and learn through doing I can't do I can't do their life for them I can't write their journey for them I can't walk their path for them I have to just let people discover themselves basically so that's my um little episode about releasing the old me what I'm learning about releasing the old me and the story that I've been told about myself about being shy and quiet and stuff um that I'm not antisocial. I actually really do like to socialize and I like to be around people but I like to be in control of when I get ready to go 
and making sure that I have downtime after I've socialized because I like to be alone also. So just learning who I am. And this podcast and my, you know, I just want to be inspirational. My Reiki has really helped me explore that and to be more comfortable with myself, hearing my own voice because, you know, a lot of the times I've heard people say they don't like their own voice and I'm getting used to hearing my own voice. It's, 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 um, it's growing on me. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for what the new year is going to bring. I'm excited to move forward. I have, you know, big changes coming up that I'm really happy for. I am manifesting and changing my mindset and releasing some more old layers of myself. And things will be changing and they will be good and I'll be happy about it. I'll get through the hard times because there there will be hard times and I'll be okay. So I hope that you all got something out of this episode. Are thinking about releasing old layers of yourself that are no longer serving you. And getting down to what you, who you are and who you want to be. And doing things that serve you and only you and that's okay it's not selfish some things are just for you and that's okay so thank you for joining me on this first episode of 2022 don't forget you can find me on social media um mostly just instagram and tiktok um instagram is at healing with nama um, you can also find my main page of my brand, which is at I just want to be underscore inspirational. So that's A-I-J-U-S-W-A-N-N-A-B-E underscore inspirational on Instagram and the same name on TikTok. I just want to be underscore insp because I couldn't spell inspirational all the way out. So, so find me on social media. Give me a follow. Give me a like share the podcast and I'll see you all on the next episode.